The following presentation is brought to you by KMmedia.pro. Please visit KMmedia.pro for more information. Now stay right where you are as we present. Welcome to Positive Talk Radio, evolving ideas, one conversation at a time. Great guests, dynamic stories and interviews, plus new thoughts on a wide range of topics and concepts. I hope that you'll hang with me, Kevin McDonald, my friends, and of course, you, as together we work to understand why we are all here and what we can do to make our world a better place for all of us to be happy, be kind, and live in peace together. Yep, that's Positive Talk Radio. And welcome, everybody, to a Wednesday edition of Positive Talk Radio. I am so glad that you are here because we've got a great show for you today, and it's going to be very impactful. And if you're just tuning in, it's the first time you've listened to Positive Talk Radio. The reason that you're here is because you're supposed to be here. So I hope that you'll hang with us the entire time because you're going to get some information today that's going to be very impactful. But first... I have to say hello to my friend, Eric. How are you, young man? Hey, good afternoon, Kevin. I'm doing well. Happy Wednesday to you. Absolutely. We've got today, and I, I mentioned it to you, uh, and you got it when I, when I mentioned it to you, but we have a real, what they say in the biz, I'm learning the lingo now, what they say in the biz is a real get. Um, would you explain to our audience what a real get is? Yeah, yeah. I mean, a uh, sought-after guest is often called a get. And uh, it sounds like you've got a real sought-after guest today. I've got a young lady who has traveled the world. She is a keynote speaker. She's done inspirational thought. She's she's done some incredible things. She's worked with companies like you may have heard of one of these. Tell me if you've heard of any of these, Eric. Uh, let's see. Uh, Facebook and Wells Fargo, uh, Cisco, Hilton, Microsoft, Disney, Gap, Polyalto Networks, um, um, Mercedes, Home Depot, Google. I've heard of Google before. I, would you Maybe we should Google that to see if we can figure out who Google is. Maybe no, you should bing it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think I think we just swore on the radio. We're not allowed to say bing and Google at the same in the same in the same time. But I wanted to ask you one more thing, Eric. Before before I, I introduce Holly, do now, because some people that I've talked to do and some people don't. Do you dream? Do you remember your dreams? I do dream, and uh, I remember them for a short period after I wake up, but then they tend to fade as, you know, <laughs> it's not the most important part of my day usually. <laughs> <laughs> well, from, 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 well, since I'm semi-retired, that's a very important part of my day, <laughs> gotcha. as well as the nap and all that kind of stuff. But in any event, um, I dream a lot and I've dreamed about being on the bus and not being able to find my route and not being able to find my bus. I, I also dreamed when I was in the restaurant business of having a pot of coffee in my hand, trying to find who I'm supposed to give it to. And I never can find out who that is. And, and so sometimes I'll have to wake up and uh, reset my brain so that I'll dream about something else. Does that ever happen to you? Totally. I mean, not, I'm not trying to deliver coffee to anybody in my dreams, but similar scenarios. Sure. It is so frustrating that I can't find the route on my bus that I'm supposed to be going and, and stuff. And it's, it's really bizarre. In any event, I very, very, very rarely ever dream about a radio show. 
don't know why, but it's it's because it's just natural for me, I guess. But I never dream about it because I never seem to lose a guest or can't talk or I can't find the button to figure it out and all of that, which is what those dreams are based on. But I had a nice talk with our guest yesterday, at least via, via text. And uh, she mentioned something that we were going to talk about today. And for the first time, I had a dream about the show that we were about to do. And it, it, we had callers, and it was impactful, and everybody, it, was, it really was pretty cool, I got to say. And it, it, was really, it was really awesome because we're doing what we would, not only did we get a get, we're doing something that we would call a world premiere. And the the world premiere get is where we are today, wow. and it's 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 pretty remarkable. It really is. And I, so, we, given that, <laughs> having talked long enough, I need I need to introduce Holly Dowling. Holly, how are you, my friend? It's great to have you back on the show. Oh my gosh, Kevin, I love being here. I'm laughing hysterically if you can see me because you both can, as you and Eric are doing your awesomeness. And I'm like laughing going, I love that you had this dream because we were texting each other and I'm like, oh, you just opened up a whole nother thing we can talk about today because dreams are powerful. Like there's so much to that too. So, oh, thank you, Kevin. I'm thrilled to be here. I, I, I have to tell you, I had a dream. You know, I don't know if you're aware, you probably are because we've talked about it, I think. But my brother passed away um, two years could this coming October. I don't, I don't know if you've ever had a dream like this, but for me, first of all, I've had dreams where I predicted, uh, Diana, um, princess Diana's, uh, accident. I predicted nine 11. Uh, I had dreams. Now I didn't realize that I, that I was getting those dreams until after the fact, What? then I was able to put them together. And, uh, and I told as an example, princess Diana, when she was killed, I, I, had a dream about a English chauffeur with one of those long cigarettes sitting on the, uh, um, the hood of the car, um, in a tunnel. And I, and I mentioned that to my, to my wife at the time that this was the weirdest dream I'd ever had. And then a week later I found out that, uh, uh I was listening to the radio and Diana was in a tunnel and was killed and the chauffeur was, is still there and all that kind of stuff. So I, and then I was in a building and the building started shaking violently and I ran down the f several flights of stairs and went out into the, uh, uh, into the foyer, into the, into the courtyard and it was perfectly still. And so I, later on, I attributed that to that the building was shaking because the planes were hitting the building, but the ground was stable. So, so I, and then, but I didn't know about that until afterwards. So I've, I've had all kinds of dreams and the dream I had yesterday was particularly cool because um, of you and I, and there were people that were calling in and we were talking about you and the work that you're doing and what we're going to talk about a great deal today. But I have to tell you one more, my brother, as I mentioned, passed away almost two years ago and I had a vivid, and you could talk about this a little bit. I had a vivid, vivid dream where I was standing there with my sister and my mom and my brother and my mom has passed and my brother has passed and he looked like 30, 32, 33, just in great shape. The best that he looked in his life was then. And I, and I said, I said to him because it was, it was one of those dreams that I was, 
coherent and cognizant of what was going on, but I, but it was a dream. And so I, and then I remembered as I was talking to him, I said, you're dead. And in the dream, in the, in dead. the dream while yeah. I was still in the dream. And I said, you're dead. Do you know that? <laughs> and, and he said, well, yeah. And we were talked a little bit more and I said, but you look fabulous. You look absolutely. And it was like, I was, coherent or not and and it was part of me was saying i'm awake enough to know that this dream that was so vivid was real but at the same time that he had already passed do you think that's even possible absolutely it's possible oh my goodness kevin i love that you're just now telling me all these things because this is what i'm so excited to talk about right this is very real and there's a lot of people that are professionals in that world right i'm just going to share with you a lot of personal things over all these years but what you're sharing please don't discount it my friend it's very real and the cool thing is this is what's crazy about this moment right now you're able to even remember it with vivid detail all of those dreams you just shared. These are over years. And what most people don't realize is that our dreams actually carry a lot of messages for us. And so um, sometimes from people that have already passed. And many times those dreams are very healing and they're full of hope. And um, I'm such a believer in this, Kevin. Oh, you just got me excited. Here we go. <laughs> can, I, can I tell you one more? Yes. This, and this also involves my brother. Okay. When uh, the day he died, it was a Thursday. My sister called me at 8.30 in the morning, which I normally don't get up at 8.30 in the morning. I stay a little in bed a little bit later than that. So she called up, and he had stage four lung cancer, and he was on his deathbed, and we knew he was going to pass. It was a matter of, you know, we thought it was Monday, and then it was Tuesday, and so forth. But anyway, it ended up being Thursday. So she gave me a call and said, I just wanted you to know that Randy passed away this morning. And we talked for a little bit and, and, and stuff. And I said, and we hung up the phone and I laid back to go back to sleep for a little bit. Cause I was still, I wanted to contemplate the fact that he had passed. And I was, and so I fell back asleep. And during the dream, I dreamed that there was a room full of people, mm. room full of beautiful people. And I saw, wasn't clear, but I, 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 the face wasn't clear, but I saw this person walk into the room. Now my brother had a very unique hairstyle and it was beautiful, uh, uh, brown, auburn, reddish hair. And this person with that exact hair came into the room and everybody was gathered around him, uh, congratulating him and high five and happy and so forth. And then I, then the next picture I saw him, my brother, and he had three of the most beautiful women surrounding him <laughs> with their arms around him and all that kind of, and it was like, and this was right the day he passed. And I took that as my, his confirmation to me that he's gone, he's happy, he's healthy, he's back the way he was, because at the end, you know what stage four lung cancer can do to the body. And, and it, that was his way of showing me that everything was okay. And so I, I've been so lucky to have some of these really cool dreams and, and stuff. And, and I attribute them to 
actual fact. So that's why I'm not scared to death anymore. Um, and, and yeah. stuff, because I know, I know where we're going and we're not going to talk about that and death and all that kind of stuff. We're going to talk about you, your coaching and how you use your intuition that you've had your entire life, but because of circumstances beyond our control, um, we tend to, we, we tend to shut stuff down, um, because it's not acceptable. And in the, in the circles that we travel, one being a religious circle and that kind of stuff. So let's, let's talk about that. You, you are, first of all, you're, you're a tremendous coach. You are a keynote speaker. You've got a podcast. You, I don't know when you've got time to sleep. You do all of these great things. You're a silver Stevie award winner for women, uh, two time award winner so you you got your you got chops you you've you've got re, you're really good at what you do um but you've also had a side where you are intuitive talk about that a little bit oh well you've got me thinking about so many things i wish you had like <laughs> three hours i know eric's gonna say time's up but um there's so many things and i don't want us to forget the dream piece to this so please okay. don't let us forget that okay because yeah, I mean, I love that you just said the intuition because I believe that all of us as human beings, we have intuition. It's just whether we've been we've been raised or maybe we've been allowed and given permission from a very early age to embrace it and to listen to it, which I always say that's the wisdom that's coming from within. It's the spirit within us. And yet I believe that so many of us with no ill intention of anyone else, but that's very suppressed and it's very pushed down if it's not revered in a way that's that's the way it should be which is a lovely beautiful gift that we all have so go back to when i was a little girl i always had these crazy things that would happen and i have to tell you kevin like some of them i can remember i mean at my age now i can still remember what you can remember what you're wearing you can remember the room you're in right you can remember things but i used to have these kind of experiences and at a young age i would share them very here and there with my parents. And it kind of just became a thing where it was like, oh, honey, um, let's just not talk about that, right? Let's just put that aside, right? It's, and they used to always say, how do you know that? How do you know that? And my only answer was, I don't know, I just do. And I finally just said, okay, stop, stop for the love of God, don't talk about it anymore. I kind of tried to press it away. Then fast forward, I'm in college and I came home to see my beautiful younger brother who was at home. I used to come home from college just to go see him and take him out and go do something fun. And I'm sitting there, Kevin, and and I just have to tell you, this is one of the first times that I realized that I've got to stop suppressing this, even though others wanted me to. I was on the driveway with my mom, helping her best friend unload her car. And all of a sudden, I just got that thing that happened to me where I causes when you know what goosebumps are, but you get them at the level of like millions and millions, because when I get visitors from the other side who have messages, they always come and I get flooded with head to toe, the most insane goosebumps when I know somebody's with me. And all I heard was this woman's I'm not going to give her name. Her husband is going to leave her for another woman. Please tell your mom. So she knows. And I stood there on the driveway going, what? And I, I looked at them both and they said, are you okay? I go, I got to go inside. I went inside, Kevin sat on our living room couch and bawled my eyes out and just cried my eyes. My mom came running in and she was like, what is wrong? I thought you were saying goodbye to Susie and what's wrong? You're crying. I go, I can't even tell you, you don't want to know. And she goes, well, just at least say goodbye to her. And I go, I can't. 
And so she went out, she came back in and she was a little irritated and she goes, what's going on? And I go, mom, I have to tell you. And you told me years ago to stop sharing these things, but this time, usually it's for good things, but I just got to tell you that I had that thing happen where I got a visitor and Sue, her name, her husband is going to leave her for another woman and she's going to be younger. And my mother looked at me and she said, how dare you say that? How do you know that? And I said, Kevin, I go, mom, I don't know. It's just that thing that happens. I just had a visitor and I know. So let's just forget I ever said anything. I go back to college. Two months later, my phone rings. It's my mom landlined back then. Yeah. He said, honey, are you sitting down? And I said, of course I am. And I know what you're about to tell me. And she said, yes, he left her and he left her for a younger woman with five children. And he's now left his own two children. She goes, I'll never know how you know this, but I'm sorry. I've spent most of your life trying to tell you to shut it down. God's given you a gift and I don't know what that is. And she said, I want you to continue like honoring it. And so Kevin, that was like in college, right? But this gets bigger and louder than you can even imagine. But I want you to know that all of us have these gifts of intuition. And that's why I'm on this spiritual quest called blessed. I want to help people tap into that because I believe that we all have it. And yes, mine are kind of escalated. You know, I get visitors a lot at the most random times. And my husband and my brother now call me the Scottsdale medium. Well, we're not having a TV show yet on um, being a medium, but and you look shocked, but it happens in, it can happen at the most random times, but they're always beautiful messages that somebody wants to get to somebody still here of hope and love and joy. And when you describe the dream that your brother was in with all these people cheering and that moment, right? That you went back to sleep, that was your brother. And he was letting you know that he is so happy and he's peaceful. And when I get visitors today, like even it could happen while we're doing the show right now. I don't don't know when it's going to happen. I always see this veil. And that's the cool thing I wanted to share with you is like, that I'm not afraid of death. I never have been. Um, And for a lot of people, I know that's a scary thing to talk about, but I've been very blessed that when somebody goes to the other side, I'm immediately connecting with them. And so it's really peaceful and it's beautiful. And like my dad recently passed and there's crazy things that however far you want to go with this, he visits all the time. Some of them are hilarious, but um, what's important is that I, I always see this veil, Kevin, And there's thousands of people cheering, holding up like lights and candles and they're screaming like, yay, yay. They're all so happy. So I have to just pause there because I know you're probably like, oh my goodness, where do we go with this? Because this is the Holly Dowling that people have heard me speaking all over the world. They just go, what just happened? And I always go, I don't really know. I just, I speak from the heart. I pray before I go out on stage and I just let it go. I let spirit flow through me. So I could tell you crazy things that have happened in audiences too. They don't know. Well, about it. <laughs> the, the, the thing is, and I, I fully believe this and I know this to be true is that as being a, a speaker and a coach and doing what you do, you use your gifts intuitively to talk to people and to create an energy around everybody that's around you. That, does that make any sense? Oh, yes. It makes and and that, is, that is your gift. It's a gift that we all can employ, which is what I know that you want to make sure that people understand that you don't want to be 
put on a pedestal because you've got this gift. You want people to understand that they too can access this gift. And that's, that's one of the things that I have been told uh, in, in my personal walk is that the way that I employ my gift is through conversation, listening, asking questions, uh, creating a dialogue that makes sense for folks so that they can follow along and understand what we're doing. What you do is you take the conversations with somebody and you take it to another level. You're able to look inside of people, I believe, and to help them feel better about who they are and what they're what they're about and and you have got that empathetic personality to you that is you know very very genuine and very real and you're really honestly terrific at at uh, at what you do and you use those gifts within the confines of what you do whether you're talking to Microsoft or you're talking to uh, Hilton or you're talking to any of these folks and they see that in you that's why you're such a successful speaker does that make sense Oh, you know what? Can we just keep this recording? And I'm going to just play it every day when I wake up. And I'm going to, you're, you are right now the angel messenger speaking through to me for the confirmation. Because what you don't realize is that I literally used to go, I look up to God and the universe and to all the angels and everything. And I'd say, just use me. How am I being used? Right. And I'm always out in the corporate arena or the world, right? It's never about being in a special, special secret group. It's about being in the world. And what you just said to me, thank you, Kevin, because you see through my eyes, you hear in the heart, it's your gift as well. And what you just affirmed is you would be shocked at how many times I've walked off of a, it doesn't matter if it's a ballroom of 3000 or a, a boardroom of 10 leaders, executives in a room, I get pulled aside and they will just say things like, I have no idea what just happened, but you have to keep doing what you're doing because you just made me, I've had men say, I've never cried listening to somebody and I'm crying. And I've had people say, I don't go to church and you never said God, but I feel like I just had the most spiritual awakening of my life. And, and I'm talking about just being a great leader or right, what it takes to just show up in this world. So thank you, because I think in, in my latter part in life right now, I'm realizing that this, this is what I want people to know. We're on a journey and there's no accident for the situations that have happened in our life. Like I've told you before, when we've talked I don't have regrets for some of the really ugly, dark times I've been through because I look at them as a gift that was an opportunity for me to truly realize who I am and to let go. I, I choose love. I choose love. I choose joy. I have like, I choose forgiveness and healing and all that. And I think that if people could truly live like that, you can tap into this thing inside and oh my gosh, it's huge when you tap into it. It's so exciting, Kevin. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the the thing is, is that everybody can do it. A lot of us, you know, I I didn't come into any any sort of this until I was like in my early 40s because I grew up in a Lutheran home and that mediums and psychics and and uh, and even meditation was considered to be forbidden because it was it it was it was of the devil it was not it's not a god and and you know in but then and I think this happens to a lot of people I don't know if this happened for you or not but there was a point in my in my life when I said to myself 
well, heck, is this all there is? There has to be more than this. And why am I really here? I mean, I'm a chicken salesman. I'm a district sales manager for a food company. I'm, I'm a general manager of a restaurant. I've got, you know, and stuff like that. But is that all there is? And, and who am I really? And what are my gifts? What am I supposed to do? And, and so by opening up that, it, it then became a sequence of events over a period of time that I had no control over that just kept on happening in a, in a real positive way to scoot me along on my path to where I needed to go and ended up, ended up here. And, it, it, and the culmination of which is I get to sit here and talk to somebody as enlightened and as special as you are about how we can impact and how you can help other people understand that we all came here to do exactly what you and I are doing, which is follow our passion and live our lives to the best extent we can. Amen, my brother. Amen. And you know <laughs> hallelujah. what? I'm gonna, hallelujah. I, it's a hallelujah. Let's get an amen in this room right now. Maybe Eric has got something screaming back there. But, <laughs> but I got to tell you, you know, almost identical to you, raised Presbyterian, but I came from a father that, you know, my mom and dad, you know, were basically disowned when they met. He's from Iran. She was from Wellesley, right? They meet, neither, neither one. He left being a Muslim. They both became religious, right? And which was great for them, but it's how we were raised, Presbyterian. And there's so many beautiful things. But Kevin, like you, I started questioning, why is, where is there a God of love? Why is there so much condemnation? It just felt so heavy. And so it took a lot of years of me seeking and searching and, and saying I questioned a lot. And that's, that's another show that we could do. But just like you, finding that I truly believe that there is so much love and that we all have this within us. And sometimes the walls and the parameters and the, the bondage that we've been put in has prevented us from being able to tap into it. So just like when I said to you earlier, my brother and my husband call me the Scottsdale medium. Right. And I really struggle with that word. Cause I'm like, well, you know, it's kind of like what you said, we were told meditation and even yoga was kind of woo woo. Oh, we would never do that back in the day. Right? right. And now I'm like, are you kidding? These are some of the best tools and best, the best things we can do to tap into who we are and have the silence. Just prayer is about, I always believe here's two things. Prayer is talking to God, which we all do. And I'm talking to a bigger thing than I am. But meditation is listening and listening so you can then hear the voice within you and your beautiful spirit of the divine within you. And God, I mean, there's so much beauty about this. So, I mean, I could tell you so many crazy stories that would make people, if they're driving, they might want to pull over, but we don't want people to have to do that. <laughs> but I want, you know, you can ask me anything. I don't want to miss about the dreams and that because I've had visitors in dreams and I've woken up and text people, Kevin, and said, I have not even talked to you in over a year. Can I tell you a story really quick that happened in a dream? Yeah. Yeah. This is, this is a dream. And this is not even about my, the visitors that happen and come to me while I'm talking to you. I had a dream and I woke up in the morning and it's still so vivid. And I text a friend of mine who was in the dream. And just so you know, when I have dreams, there's always most of the visitors that come to visit me that are already on the other side, they come on my left side in real time, not in a dream. But in this dream, I had somebody on my left side and then I had my friend, this person that's still alive. She lives in LA. She was on my right. And I text her and I said, this is going to sound crazy. We haven't talked for about a year. I just had a dream and I need to ask you, oh, by the way, Kevin, when people really start owning this 
And this is why I said to you yesterday, I'm ready to open up about this because this is who I am and I'm not going to hide from it anymore. And I'm not going to suppress it. I'm going to embrace this gift that we've been given. So I said, I'm not going to, I'm not holding back on these things anymore. I text her and I said, crazy thing. I had a dream. Do you happen to know anybody, a friend, a colleague? Um, it's a male that has recently lost a female and she was young. So I had this young girl on my left side crying, holding a rose, handing it to this man and saying, you did everything you could. I love you so much. And just know I'm out of suffering and I'm at peace. Young girl, rose, and this friend of mine's on this side and there's a man holding his hands over his head crying. So I text her and I said, so just sounds crazy, but do you know anybody that might've lost somebody and it's a man, a friend? She texts me back. Oh, wait till I, I'll text you when we're done and send you exactly. She texts me back and she goes, oh my gosh, our neighbor across the street, our best friends, they just lost their daughter. Um. She was 24 years old. They lost her six months ago. And I said, oh my goodness. I said, well, and I knew her name in the text. I sent her name and I said, is her name such and such? And she was holding a rose, a red rose. And she wanted to know, I guess this must be her dad, that she thanked him. They did everything they could and she's out of suffering. And she replied with this huge picture. She died of cystic fibrosis. Oh my. And in honor of her, the family did a book and did an entire honorarium. Her favorite flower was red roses. The cover of the book was a whole bouquet of red roses. I never knew any of this until it's, that dream. It's, it's, you know, it's really is remarkable, Holly. And uh, by, by the way, we're talking with Holly Dowling. Go to hollydowling.com. Find out more about her. If you'd like to book her for a coaching or a, um, a speaking gig, uh, you can certainly go there and you can find out all the things that she does. I'm finding out more. See, she's going right into my wheelhouse now, and which is which is, and it's because I've been doing this a long, long, long time. And uh, I'm as a matter of fact, when we come back, speaking of roses, I have a story to tell, which was the first time that I actually not believed it i actually now know that what we you and i are talking about is so true so we need to take a break real quick for a commercial message so stay with us because i've got a story that will curl your well it won't curl your hair because it's a real nice warm story but it will give you the idea that that what we're talking about is not fantasy even though even though um, you love Fantasy Island as I did when we were kids. This is, <laughs> this is real, and yep. and this is not this is not a, a fantasy conversation at all. And and that Holly uses it every day in her coaching and what she does in her speaking, and that gives her a little bit more than she might otherwise have. And it's a really is a cool gift to have. Um, so you're you're pretty you're pretty awesome. I do have to say. Um, uh, uh. So you're listening to Positive Talk Radio. On KKNW 1150 AM, we'll be right back after these commercial messages. Please stay with us. Do you believe in the combination of brain work and spirituality? Her grace and sense of humor have made Allison Roberts highly sought after. She's a cognitive behavioral expert with natural intuition. 
Allison has guided thousands of people all over the world to find their internal power. Visit A-L-L-Y-S-O-N-R-O-B-E-R-T-S dot com for your free guided meditation today. My name is Kevin McDonald, and I created Positive Talk Radio on KKNW 1150 AM. And if you like what we're doing here, evolving ideas one conversation at a time, we have so much more to offer you on PositiveTalkRadio.net. Over 160 podcasts and growing great positive guests and many thoughts and ideas designed to help you and your family live life just a little bit better. You can even contribute to our work by becoming a member and receiving lots of cool stuff. Please check it out. I created PTR because now's the time for positive change and nothing else matters. Again, visit PositiveTalkRadio.net and thanks for listening. When you want to say more than words communicate, you can with flowers. Your custom boutique floral studio in Bothell, Washington is anaturaldesign.com, connecting you to nature through the language of flowers. Where your people are is where our flowers are beautiful. Your success is our goal. Now through New Year's Eve, here's your exclusive bonus for being our appreciated listener. Type in promo code Positive Talk Radio at checkout to receive $20 off your order. Our gift to you for being here with us today. AnaturalDesign.com Have you ever said, how did I do this again? Want to create your own powerful life? Well, Allison Roberts can help resolve the issues that keep repeating by creating a new outcome. She is one of the top 100 coaches in the world and will help you achieve your dreams. Email her at allison at allisonroberts.com or visit allisonroberts.com and receive a free guided meditation and discover all of her ongoing programs and events. And welcome back, everybody, to Positive Talk Radio. It is a Wednesday afternoon. Howley Dowling, Dowling is here. She is a wonderful uh, speaker and coach. And um, in case somebody um, is trying to, to listen um, on the Internet, were we having problems? Did we have somebody with a problem with that, Holly? Yes, I'm getting a few messages. So uh, some people are doing it fine, other people. So maybe just let them know how to get on if it's possible. If you listen, if you click on the listen to the listen now or listen button on the front page of KKNW, which is 1150kknw.com, and it'll there's a button that says listen, and then uh, um, there'll be a drop down box, and the second one down will take you to, um, I believe, listen online. And then you'll be able to do that. In addition to that, if you'd like to talk to Holly right now, uh, you can do that uh, by calling 425-373-5527. I don't want to take all the time because I'm selfish. 425-373-5527 or 888-298-5569. Nine, And so you can give us a call and uh, we'll put you through. You can tell us a, a story about Holly or, um, or you can ask her a question. If you've got, if you really have got, she's a, a phenomenal coach. And uh, if you've got an issue um, and you want, or, or you're trying to explore your, your gifts as well, um, we, we might be able to help you a little bit. So give us a call, 425-373-5527.
Holly, I have to tell you, when I was first getting started doing this, I met a, a gal. Her name is um, Kim Miller, and she's a psychic medium. Mm. And we started doing the show in January while my sister-in-law passed of, of uh, congestive heart failure in December. And uh, so we were going to go to have a memorial service for her in January. The show hadn't been on two weeks, and I wasn't real familiar with mediums. I knew that Kim was good, but I hadn't, hadn't really delved into that stuff a lot. And so on the air, I said, so uh, we're going to my um, sister-in-law's memorial service. Uh, do you have any messages? And she said, well, oftentimes when somebody has gone a short period of time, I can't, it's difficult to get messages from them. But she said something about yellow roses. I said, yellow roses, yellow roses, yellow roses. Okay, I'll remember that. <clears throat> so I go home and I ask my wife, um, you knew Sandy pretty well. Did she say anything ever about yellow roses? And um, my wife said, I don't think so. I don't remember. And she asked her brother, her husband, and he didn't seem to remember anything about that either. And so the next day we um, go to the memorial service and we, it's the same place where Jimi Hendrix is, is buried um, up in Renton. And we were in the, <laughs> we were in the parking lot and our family of course is in suit and ties and her family comes rolling up in Harleys and colors. And, <laughs> and so, you know, it was a real dichotomy there of, of different, different households and stuff. And, um, then I, I see the flower truck pull up. And so I remembered yellow roses. Okay. Yellow roses. So we, we go into the church and we sign our name. We go sit down and lo and behold, at the front of the church are two huge, um, um, uh, flower arrangements. One is full of yellow roses. And the other one is a, uh, heart, a large heart that's got um, white carnations on the outside of the heart and the inside of the heart was filled with yellow roses. I, I knew at that moment, because then I talked to Kim later and she said that was her way of telling you that she was going to be at that service. And she knew what was going on from that point on. And I knew Kim did not know her. I knew that she had no earthly idea. I didn't know. My wife didn't know. She could, couldn't have pulled up from my brain. There's absolutely no way of knowing. And I knew at that moment that it's very real. And, and if, are there charlatans out there? Yeah, there may be. But uh, someone that truly has a gift like you do and like Kim does and like John Edward does and all that, I know that you, it's really real. Isn't that a cool story? I love that story. And I was just watching your face because I get to see you, right? Everybody else is listening to us, but I'm watching you light up too, as you're telling that story. And, and again, it's just so vivid. And that's what, I mean, people need to realize you don't need to go. Honestly, you don't even need to go to school. I've honestly never been to a medium in my whole life, Kevin. I didn't even really understand what that word meant till probably in the last year by just sharing with people these crazy things that are happening and then in the moment and then they're like are you a medium and i'm like i don't even know what that word is um but and that's okay right because i feel yeah. like it's a spiritual messenger um it's spiritual gifts that are intuitive and it's getting to be a messenger uh from the other side and but you're right it's like it's such a beautiful thing and if there are, there's always going to be those people out there trying to scam us and there's people that are playing on the wrong side and at the end of the day you know what 
I truly, nobody can take this away from me. And that's why I wanted you to be the first person that I was going to start talking about this with. I mean, my friends, family, my phone's blowing up. People are like, tell them about the story about what you did for me. And I was like, I don't, by the way, everybody, this isn't what I do for a living. But at the end of the day, it's probably going to be a big part of the rest of my soul's living on this earth because there's so many people that want to bring hope and help the people that are grieving, right? And let them know. I'm here to tell you that you already are doing that work. Um, and you may not have even been consciously aware of the work that you were doing, but when you walk into a room of, by the way, what's it like to walk into a room of 3,000 people that are waiting for you to light up their life? Well, you know what's so cute that you just asked me that question is that you're going to love what I'm going to say is that I never realize how many people are in there and I don't hide out or wait in green rooms. And I've shared the stage with a lot of big time speakers in this world. And you know what I do? I'm down there all mic'd up and I've already done my AV run throughs and I'm at the edge of the ballroom when the doors open and I'm shaking hands and meeting people. And sometimes people are like, they, they're just shaking my hand. They don't even realize. They think I'm just a greeter. They don't even realize I'm about to be their, their speaker. <laughs> and, then, and because I feel like, I've been given a gift and a privilege to be this messenger. And so, you know, and it's funny, Kevin, I cannot, well, I went through trauma therapy. That's another talk we can talk about another day. I couldn't get on an escalator if I can't hold on with both hands. This is several years ago. And yet I can go walk on a stage and talk to thousands, 10,000 people and not even flinch. But to get me on an escalator and as much as I travel, I used to have to beeline and find the elevator. So we all are human, right? We all have our stuff. And that's part of what I want people to hear. This is I have my fears and I have my triumphs. I've had my trials and triumphs. I have my fears, but I am no longer stepping away from this amazing gift that I know. I, it brings total strangers that I have experienced this stuff with like such hope and love and healing. So let's get people to start honoring these gifts and start embracing it, right? And don't run from it. Don't be afraid of it. You are sensational, number one. And, and you've been using these for a long time and you're going to be even more so. But I really like where you come from with this because it's not like you're wearing a, a, a muumuu with uh, half moons and stars and, and, and <laughs> talking, talking about the Palladians and the da 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 and all that. None of that has any relevance. What has relevance is that we are here to live our best life. We're here to take care of each other. And however we can best accomplish that, and if you can do that through the gifts from the other side, that, that then they're speaking through you in a room of 3,000 people, it doesn't matter whether you say you have intuitive gifts or not. They are just enchanted with the energy that you present to them, and you change lives with doing exactly what you're doing. Mm. Oh, thank you, my love. That's well, that's what we're all supposed to be doing. And it doesn't necessarily happen overnight that we find our highest calling and then be able to do it. And you did it. You know, I love your story. You've driven a bus and you used to look at people as they came on and just give them that look of like, I'm going to be here to accept you no matter what you're going through today. And I think a lot of us, most of us could be and can be angels on assignment. 
if we're willing to just let go of all of the layers of crap, the ickiness, the mud that keeps us from embracing this beautiful spiritual side that we all have. I mean, I could just get so excited. I wish we could just do this for like a couple hours. There's so many stories of amazing people and there are things that have happened that I go, oh, really? I can't believe you just trusted me to visit me and then go tell this person. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, and I, Holly, I got I to gotta tell you, you obviously have got a, a open door policy with me anytime you want to come on the show i will make room for you yeah. uh, because because the whole purpose of positive talk radio is to help people and to and to find people where they are and to help them i can't move anybody but they can, I, I can present people that can give them an idea of what a positive life can look like and how they can change how it, it, it regardless of how negative you perceive yourself, you can change it in a heartbeat. You can change it overnight, but you've got to be willing to do that. And that's why people like you are so dang important to, to creating a place for all of us to be. Because right now, I'm telling you, we are living through some really negative times, which is why you're doing what you're doing and I'm doing what I'm doing is because there needs to be a counterbalance to the to all the ickiness that's that's out there and you're you're doing that and and i am so i am so heartfelt proud that you chose my show to come and talk about something you've never talked about before on the air in front of anybody and it takes a great deal of intestinal fortitude to do that and i thank you for that well and you're welcome and yet that, that doesn't that just go to be another testament of when you listen i every day i wake up and i say let it all go trust and you will know trust the divine just let it all go trust the divine stay in the flow and you will know and i am done forcing things up the river right i'm done trying to force life to happen when you just let go and let ha life happen and just stay in this place of a high level of love and light i completely convince amazing miraculous things happen and kevin from the minute we first met i don't know how many months ago when you told me about the history of your show and how you started it as the spirit talk years ago and you and i laughed and it's positive talk radio i'm like i will do anything to support you and be a part of this because this is what we need and and that was the god nudge yesterday when i was like i think i i think i know what we're going to talk about because you know what i've never talked publicly about this and it's time <laughs> well and it's a it's a beautiful thing and it's a, it's great that you're it's great that you're doing it because you know, for a long time, uh, people were like, yeah, she, my sister's a psychic medium. I don't know. It's kind of weird, but what do you do? And what we have to get past is that it's not weird. It's no. not abnormal. It's all just energy. And you're able to um, communicate at an energy level with people on the other side who, quite frankly, have to lower their vibration to talk to us. And you have the ability to raise yours enough that you can make that connection. That's all it is. It's just energy. It, and they've proven that over and over again. So the days when we're saying, well, that's psychic medium stuff and that, and that cold reading stuff that they that they talk about and stuff, it doesn't make any sense to me anymore um so but more importantly you're using your gift in a positive way to help people change who they really are so that they can become who they really are and oh. that's the highest calling i can imagine well and you know i love the way you just said that to change but to become who they really are right and i think that when when we are really in that place of service to the world when we figure out how we can do something better to serve others 
it just starts coming. I mean, it's just, I got to tell you, okay, so two things I got to tell you so we don't forget that, by the way, here's the cool drum roll that's about to happen is that about, again, get ready, drum roll. Here we go, because now I'm going to take it from fluff and everybody that's heard me speak all over the world. There we go. I love it. <laughs> Eric did Thank it. Thank you, Eric. Drum roll, please. Eric did it. I love it is that all this can sound like fluff and it can sound like all this other woo-woo stuff, but guess what? It's not. And the reason I know this is because out of the blue, about five, I don't even know how many years ago, let's just say somewhere in the last five to 10 years, I was speaking at an event. This woman waited to be very last and she stood there in line to talk to me. And she said, I have to tell you something. She goes, I've been learning a lot and I've been hearing about this thing called spiritual IQ. Have you heard about it, Holly? I go, no, she goes, well, they know about IQ, our intelligence. They know about EQ, the emotional intelligence, but they're now discovering that there's this place in our brain that is now research. Scientists are bringing together the spiritual world and the other side of the world and being able to bring it together saying this does exist. And she goes, I've been hearing about it. I've been fascinated. And she goes, I've been sitting here in awe for the last hour and a half going, I've never seen what that looks like. She goes, you are a walking, living. She said something so sweet. She goes, you're like an enlightened soul, like an angel on assignment. She goes, but you never talked anything about that. She goes, you are what the spiritual IQ is. And she goes, please promise me you'll really understand. You'll learn. You'll take the time to engage and learn this because it's you. That was how many years ago. And now more than ever, Kevin, I'm, that's the drum roll. This does exist, gang. It's the spiritual IQ. And let me tell you something, leaders around the world, people around the world are starting to understand that there is science to now back this part of our brain that brings the science and the spiritual side together. Isn't that powerful? You know what I have to say about that? What? <laughs> it's because that I agree. I agree with you wholeheartedly and completely. And you know what? I also understand that there's a reason why it's happening now and why it's becoming much more to the forefront is because um, our friends on the other side and the folks that have much more knowledge than us are saying to themselves, holy Moses, they are in trouble. We need to, we need to fix all kinds of issues that are going on in the world. We've got global war. I'm not going to go down the list, but but we've got a lot of negativity that needs to be get solved. And that's why they're bringing people like you to the forefront so that you can help us understand that we're number one, we're all one. We all come from the same place. Yeah. We all are together. We are all one family. Uh, we're not divided by borders. We're not divided by color, by sex, by uh, uh, sexual orientation, any of that kind of, good stuff that's all fluff we're all we're all one and we need to start acting like it we need to start working together and that's why you and i we had an instant connection when we first met did you know that you knew that we i i've already told you i said at some point we're probably going to have a show together and it's going to be the dynamic duo didn't we already discuss that eric aren't we already on the this work i mean we're getting this figured out aren't we <laughs> <laughs> totally uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I believe so, and you know I am I'm so gifted and in and so lucky, I've in my life to have met the people that I've met, and you being right there among the very most gifted, uh, most honest, authentic 
and real people that I that I've ever met. And I've got I've got something that's I'm doing now that I that I'm calling authentic grit. Ooh, I love that. And authentic grit is that we are people are picking a destiny and they're picking a passion and they're doing their best to do everything that they can to make that come to fruition, not to give up, to continue to work hard and and to let it flow and to have a have a great life and and ultimately it will become very easy for all of us but right now um it's important that people like you are doing the work that you're doing so that other people can find a way Mm. for themselves oh i love authentic grit i just love that i love the word grit because i think sometimes we don't give ourselves enough credit for the gritty stuff in life that we've been through. And I always like to say it's through the gritty stuff in life that the seeds of blooms have been planted, that this too shall be what you're about to become. So Ooh, there's a bumper sticker. We got to have that. Oh, well, there we go. Let's put it on t-shirts and hats too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Abs- absolutely. By the way, go look at Howley Dowling, Dowling, Howley, She's my darling. Holly Dowling. <laughs> Dowling. Jiminy <laughs> Christmas. HollyDowling.com and uh, find out more information about her. You can always book her to uh, um, uh, speak at your event. And, and uh, there's lots of stuff that you can learn from her. So, so do that. And uh, we've got uh, just uh, two minutes left in the show. Well, closer to three. But I wanted to give you the opportunity. I'm going to step aside because you've got loads of wisdom that I would like you to impart upon the people that are listening to this now and who are going to listen when I turn it into a podcast later, which will be on positivetalkradio.net. So, but I'd like you to th- tell them anything that you would like them to know. Well, I, I love the way you always give us that open ending. And I mean, if there's just one thing, it's just stop living a life of fitting in and start creating a life that fits you. And I truly believe that when we, and if, if it takes listening to Kevin's show and listening to people like myself on his show to help you, give you permission Stop feeling that you have to fit into a mold that others have described for you. It took me years of fighting the mold and and pushing back to finally go, oh my God, I love who I am. And for the first time in the last few years, I get to say, I love me. And how many people get to say that? I wish everyone could, Kevin. And I wish everyone could wake up in the morning and stop looking in the mirror and telling themselves everything that's wrong with them. Because trust me, I look in my mirror before I got on here with you. And all I could set saying to myself is I don't like my hair. Oh, I got to put on a lip gloss. And I started doing it myself. And we all do that. But at the end of the day, it's nobody else's job, nor is it their responsibility to bring you joy and make you happy. That responsibility is yours. So maybe today and positive talk radio and this conversation might be a catapult to help you pause wherever you are. If you're working out, eating, driving, and listening to this, just give yourself a pause and a few extra minutes of silence and ask yourself a question. What am I to know today? And then be prepared to hear the answer. And it might take some practice because you're so busy overthinking everything that we don't know how. So there you go. There's my wisdom for the final moments, Kevin. I want to thank you very much for that. And by the way, if you're standing in front of your mirror and you're worried about what you're going to do with your hair, or your hair doesn't look right. Remember, 
you actually have hair. So that's, that is something that you should be thankful for and have and be have gratitude about because you've actually got hair. You could be like me. And, and then never mind. I, I love that so much. I think we're all laughing right now. I love that. Holly Dowling has been my guest and go to hollydowling.com. And by the way, everybody, take care of each other. Take care of yourself. Be kind to one another because each other is all we got. We'll see you Friday at noon. Thank you.